Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell Coast to Coast in the biggest way possible right here on SportsGrid and Sports Grid Radio, great to have you with us on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty. Go for the two. Joe Lisi joins me momentarily. A very big Tuesday here. Of course, we have the final eight teams left in the NFL. Divisional round playoffs this weekend. We will break it all down today. we got a few NBA games tonight. A ton of college basketball. Loads of good games uh, in college rack tonight. Lots of NHL, too. Uh, and plenty to discuss as we get ready to start rolling with you on a Tuesday on the grid. We start, as always, with the birthday roll call. What do we got today? Albert Pujols, 44 today. Jason Ward, 45. Brendan Morrow, 45. Uh, Alfredo Amezaga, 46. What? Joe Horn, 52. Get me a cell phone. Junior Bryan, 53. Ron Valone, 54. Doug McClain, 54. Roy Jones Jr., double nickels at 55. Jack McDowell. Serenading the Yankee Stadium crowd at 58. Mark Collins at 60. Kevin Ross at 62. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right. We will, of course, start things today. As we mentioned, uh, NFL Super Wild Card Weekend coming to a close yesterday. Uh, it ended up being two games instead of one, of course, with the Bills and the Steelers moved to Monday. We had a great time here yesterday. Uh, lots of great. Glad everybody tuned in. They had a good time watching. Uh, me, Scotty, and Gabe go through the entire Bill Steeler game right here on SportsGrid. Uh, we had a good time. I guess the end is tough. Obviously, you knew Scotty's going to be upset if the Steelers lost. Still upset about the refs today. Uh, but the Bills end up winning uh, that game and the cover uh, for the Bills as they will now move on. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Pharrell, coast to coast on a Tuesday. Carver Hine for Scotty. Joe Lisi joins me momentarily. Sports Grid Radio, uh, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Byline, and the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in sunny Southern California. Great to have everybody with us here today. So we'll talk about uh, all the matchups uh, for this coming week. We'll go back into some things from last night. What a gutless performance by the Eagles in Tampa against the Bucks. They lose six of their last seven games. They are finished. Me and Joe uh, will give you a quick uh, at the start here look at what we got this weekend, the four matchups, who's left, uh, all of that. We've got Gabe Morenci in our number one as well. Uh, me and him very happy after the Bills' performance uh, at home. Well, some, not the entire performance, but uh, as the Bills get ready now uh, to face the Kansas City Chiefs for the third time in the last four years in the playoffs, uh, the difference this time being the game is in Orchard Park. Uh, so hopefully a different result for the Bills, who have spent a lot of time facing the Chiefs the last couple of years, that'll be a major, major topic throughout the entire week. So we'll talk to Gabe about that and get his plays for tonight. Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News, also in our number one. He's with us every Tuesday here on Coast to Coast. I got a lot to do with Mike today. Of course, we always talk a little Steelers with him. The Tomlin stuff, walking away uh, after <laughs> being asked about his contract. We will get into some Kalen DeBoer with him. He wrote a pretty good article about him going to Alabama and tonight's college basketball a few of the big games will get Mike's thoughts, including Purdue and Indiana getting together tonight. Hour two, we'll dive. We'll really dive into these games. Of course, the Eagles uh, losing 32-9 to nine down in Tampa. We'll hear from Sirianni. We'll hear from Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield as well, as the Bucs will now get ready to take on the Lions. It's a, it's a weird 
wing. Like usually you get to this point and it's like, these are the eight best teams in the NFL. You want the eight best teams here. Four games left. There's seven games left in the entire NFL schedule. But you had a couple teams get through that, whether it's the Packers, the Bucks, where you're sitting there thinking, well, you know, do we have the eight best teams? You got some high spreads this week, uh, which isn't normal for the Durant. You usually get one. Of course, the ones are going to be pretty decent favorites off of a bye, but you got a couple of pretty heavy spreads this week and some interesting situations, uh, and the Bucks being one of those teams. But I'll tell you, the Bucks play like they did last night. I think they're give the Lions a game uh, on Sunday, to be quite honest with you. I know that they played earlier this year down in Tampa, and the Lions handled them pretty good. But I think that the Bucks, uh, you know, they're playing some good football right now, uh, and they've gotten some guys in the mix, uh, and their defense is playing well. If they can put a little pressure on Goff, uh, I give them a shot, especially with that number at least. Maybe not win the game outright, but with that number uh, to maybe get some things done there. Uh, we will also talk about the Bills beating the Steelers. We've got the Allen 52-yard run. Uh, and Tomlin clearly didn't want to talk about the contract, which I kind of get. Some guys handle it differently than others, but you've probably seen the Tomlin clip six billion times of him walking away from the podium last night. Najee Harris then had some comments that the Steelers need some structure. You had Pickens blaming the refs. Uh, it was a tough scene in that post-game Steeler locker room as they get ready for an offseason. Josh Allen and the Bills, uh, we'll hear from him as well, uh, as they've been prepared for weeks with this winner-go-home attitude. We've got John Harbaugh on his Ravens who get back into the mix this week after a bye. The one seed, they'll be home on Saturday for the Houston Texans. We will also get Matt LaFleur in the mix later in the hour on facing the 49ers uh, as well. Davis Maddock with the lion's share every day uh, there in the second hour. He's got some NBA for you tonight. Uh, And then we'll finish off the rest of the NFL. We've got the AFC and the NFC updated odds with only eight teams left. We've got dogs have been barking early on so far in these playoffs uh, and you had three of them winning outright uh, with the uh, Texans, with the Bucks, and with the Packers, the Falcons. And then we get into the coaching stuff. Falcons interviewed Bill Belichick yesterday. Chargers interviewed Jim Harbaugh yesterday. Several other hundred assistants have been getting interviews all over the place. Clearly what everybody, including probably those big names are waiting for now is what is going to happen in Dallas. All has been quiet for 48 hours. Since they got eliminated by the Green Bay Packers, what will happen in Philadelphia with Sirianni last night as Jeffrey Lurie did not look very thrilled up in the owner's box uh, as they finished off a gutless performance, losing six of their last seven. So potentially two big jobs could be available to some of these guys that are out there. Uh, Dennis Allen chopped a bunch of his staff, so he's going to be back in New Orleans. Didn't think he was going anywhere anyway. Final hour. We will get into the NBA. There was tons of games yesterday. Lakers got a good win at home over the Thunder last night. Thunder are staying in L.A. They will play the Clippers tonight. One of the three games, only three, Denver in Philly against the Sixers, Sacramento and Phoenix, OKC and the Clippers. So only three games, but three pretty good ones for us tonight. In the NBA, we'll have Coach James Young as well in the final hour. Get his thoughts on those three and this heavy college slate, which is really good. Florida and Tennessee tonight, Purdue and Indiana, TCU and Cincinnati. You've got Missouri and Alabama, Baylor and Kansas State. These big 12 games every night are just outstanding. St. John's visits Seton Hall. I want no part of that with the way Seton Hall uh, has been all over me uh, so far at the start of the Big East season. Kansas is at Oklahoma State, on and on. Even the great late-night game in the Mountain West between Utah State and New Mexico tonight. Some good hockey as well. Uh, the Islanders are in Winnipeg. Winnipeg has got some crazy streak of allowing less than two and a half goals per game right now. The Kings are in Dallas against the Stars. Looking to get right. Toronto and Edmonton, a late-night game as well. So we're just going to get it going. Joe will join me next for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday in for Scotty Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. We get you going. A big Tuesday show on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. We'll get Joe in here in a moment. But first, of course, we have to tell you uh, that BetMGM, they are getting ready for Big Game 58. That is right. All you got to do, bet $5 and get $158 instantly. You got to download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account. That's right. New account users here. Place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. Once you have placed a bet, you will receive $158 in bonus bets. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. That is regardless of the outcome of your wager. Uh, you got to use bonus code SG158. That is it. BetMGM getting you ready for a big game, 58, a couple of weeks away here in Vegas. Only eight teams left to go. Uh, we will see which two are going to be there. Of course, every Tuesday and Wednesday, you get the extended version of the very popular Sports Grid radio show, Carver and Lisi, which airs weeknights at 8 p.m. East. Uh, excited for tonight's show. That's because me and Joe, with everything we had going on yesterday, me, Scotty, Gabe, Bill Steelers, Joe, Donnie, and Kevin, the Pro Football Today crew, did the Buck Eagle game on both TV and radio, so we did not have a car release last night, so very excited to get back with Joe tonight. But I don't even have to wait till then, because I always get him here on C2C on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. That, of course, is the encyclopedia of college football. The one, the only. Go for the two, Joe Alisi. Hi, Joe. How you doing? Hi, Carver. I told you, Billy Club special in Orchard oh, Park. Oh, yeah, stop. There was Billy no Club. Billy Club Billy. special Billy. anywhere. There was no spread. Billy Club a one-score game, Joe, uh, uh, in the second half. There was no on. Billy clubs. Josh Allen running. He's was, throwing 72 they, yards, busting 50-yard runs. If, if they would have kept dropping the hammer when it was 21 nothing, yes, it could have been a Billy Club special. But as, as they usually do, uh, and I'm not surprised by it, they let the Steelers back into the game. Uh, the offense sputtered for a couple of drives in a row there, and that's why, wow. Joe, you had – Maybe wow. some marginal sweat at twenty four seventeen. When you saw never but in then, doubt. But then they had a drive. Mean. Listen, well, it's it is what it is, Joe. I mean, it was twenty four seventeen, and the refs then handed the Bills uh, the cover in the game. That's uh, that was a little fun from we had yesterday. Uh, uh, refs handed them the game at the end. That's <laughs> all not, I've heard about today. We had you on the refs, Carver. All I've heard about today was the refs uh, yes. handed the Bills the game yesterday, yeah. which is uh, uh, fine. Was that, uh, was that what was going? Back and forth between you and Pharrell. I had you on mute. Not me and Pharrell. Not really me and Pharrell. It was, it was more Gabe and Pharrell than me and Pharrell. But they, it was all good. I kind of just stood back. You, and just, uh, right. You were sitting back and that, that train would drive itself. I got you. I wasn't playing referee for it. Uh, but either way, guess what? At the end of the day, Joe, uh, the Bills won and everybody gets screwed by bad calls all the time. Uh, that's, yes. Unless you're the Kansas City Chief. Everybody well, gets screwed by bad calls all the time, and that's just the way it goes. Well, it was good to see Josh Allen. We talked about it, Carver. They had hit that ball game, hitting on all cylinders. The rushing attack was there with James Cook, but more importantly, Josh Allen, 72 yards on the ground, gets a touchdown. So that is the recipe, I believe, for Buffalo to win this upcoming ball game against Kansas City. I will just say on the flip side with the late game, had an opportunity to cover that pathetic performance by the Philadelphia Eagles and, and Nick Syria, gutless. DeAndre Swift, the rushing attack, completely taken out of the ball game. 
I didn't think they were prepared. I I don't think I know. And how about this? You you put an empty formation. I thought he actually ran it good. They actually gave it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, empty formation, no running back, right? Five wide in, in regards to the formation. All Tampa does is send an all-out blitz off the edge. Can we have a, a tight end like Goddard? Can we have a yeah, – they're putting Ken Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell weighs 165 pounds. Whoa. He's not going to chip – He's not going to chip a safety or a linebacker coming off the edge. He'll separate his shoulder. Put in yep. DeAndre Swift, utilize a screen game, and neutralize the pass rush. I want to be OC for the Eagles. And I'll just say this. I'm coming in hot because I've heard this all day. Oh, Todd Bowles needs more credit. Back-to-back divisional championships. Every now and then, a blind squirrel gets a nut. Todd Bowles is 17 and 17 overall in two years in Tampa. Had to go to quarterback in Tom Brady and finished eight nine and won the division. And he beat up on teams that were under 500 this year. Can we stop? He yes, he did a good job. He was 24 and 40 previous. He's not a good head coach. He did a good job last night. Stop with this Todd Bowles. I am uh, I am not going to sit here and defend uh, Todd Bowles as some great NFL head coach, Joe. I am not going yeah, to do that. make him sound like Bill Walsh is we walking can give out him, there. I think we can give him a little bit of credit. A little. That, that after losing Brady, for them to win the division and now win a playoff game, Fine. that's a pretty good Fine. job by him. I'm not it calling is. him. It's I'm a, not calling uh, He's he's not Vince Lombardi, Joe. I'm not no, I'm not okay, saying good, that, but we good, give him good, a little so we're bit in of agreement. You throw him one bouquet, all right? I mean, that's a pretty. I mean, he was they were like right, what, we'll ten to one to win the division uh, before the season. Uh, this season. I just give him a little is, bit of credit. Uh, he gets a little, a little credit, Carver, but the guy's a 500 coach over the I don't previous two that. seasons. And now last he got, year now, when he had to go, <laughs> his defense sucked. Well, I, and you could, if you really wanted to poke holes in it, which it sounds like you want to do. He's also lucky that his division absolutely sucked this year and that the Eagles were completely quit and gutless when they came into Tampa last night. So he got those things going for him as well. Uh, we'll, We will, uh, Joe, do a lot more on these games later in the show. I didn't want to get too crazy with it at the beginning because obviously I got Uh, Gabe, I got Sikorsky. But here is, Joe, I did want to give you this, and we will uh, break a lot of this down in the second hour when you get back with me. Here we go. Eight teams left, Joe. Uh, Saturday, Ravens and Texans in Baltimore. The night game, the other one seed, the Niners will play the Packers. Sunday, Lions and Bucks, uh, three East. And then Allen Mahomes again. This time, though, Joe, in Orchard Park. The last five meetings have all been at Arrowhead. And the Bills finally get uh, Patrick Well, first road game ever in Mahomes' playoff career as well. That will be a fascinating game, uh, the final game of the weekend on Sunday. Yeah, you put the kibosh on me. You texted me late on Sunday when the Rams were. Oh, you. you're going to have two of the four teams. Big weekend I, for I you. Yeah, I said, right under that. the – right. I, did, stop, I, stop. I thought the right Rams here. were going to win. Yeah, I thought the Rams were going to win. I, uh, I didn't put the kibosh on anything. <laughs> Bills and Packers, Green Bay. That's it. Super Bowl, uh, that's it. We could probably get 250 to 1 for that. Uh, a couple months ago, we could have got 250 to 1 for that. I don't think we can get that right now. We could probably get a decent number. I'll check for you during the break. But I don't think we're getting 250 to 1 uh, for it. Uh, so a big, big weekend of football uh, coming up here. Uh, we will talk about it all later on. We're going to have Gabe next. We're going to have DeCourcy after that. Uh, we've got other things as well, Joe. We have a ton of college basketball games tonight. I know you've been seeing the board very clearly. Uh, with the college, uh, so we'll have to get your thoughts there. Only only three NBA games tonight uh, and lots of hockey. A lot of coach yeah. talk, too, uh, uh, with Belichick and Harbaugh all, all, all interviewing right. all over the place. So we're going to have that let as me well. Tell you, I'm prepared. I already have an NBA sizzle play tonight for, for wow. only three games. I'm coming out. I could throw it out right now. No, no, no. you got to keep people around, Joe. We'll give them the sizzle play later. Everybody just tuned in. We want to keep on the edge of their seat. Joe's got a big NBA sizzle play tonight uh, when we talk about the NBA later. So make sure keep that under the lid, Joe. Let it marinate a little bit, and we'll make sure that we get it in later. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. We'll come back. We'll get Gabe in the mix next. Me and him very happy after last night. Coast to Coast, back after this. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty, Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us. Of course, we have Gabe Morenci with us every day. Sports rate late night, weeknights, 10 p.m. East. Right here on the grid, me and Gabe, very happy after the Bills beat the Steelers yesterday. Uh, we are on to the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday, the third time in the last four years the Chiefs and the Bills are going to get together in the playoffs. They've played five straight games overall at Arrowhead. Finally, uh, Mahomes gets to go on the road for a playoff game. He gets to go to Orchard Park where there's actually going to be people in there. Remember, Gabe, in 20, the COVID season, they went there and the place was empty uh, the last time Mahomes actually even stepped foot in Orchard Park. So I think these are four pretty good games this weekend, Gabe. But clearly, the marquee event is this final one, Sunday, 630, with Allen Mahomes, round three in the playoffs. It's going to be great. And they dance again, once again. And it's almost getting to be this, like, uh, Chicago Bulls, Detroit Pistons type of vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's just sort of a team. I saw with the Toronto Raptors and the Cavaliers with LeBron James. I mean, the Raptors had good teams every year. They would make it to the conference finals. They just could not beat LeBron. LeBron leaves. They win a championship, right? Now they had Kawhi Leonard as well, but there's always going to be that nemesis. And to be the, you know, to beat a man, you got to beat the man and all that type of stuff. And it's easy to forget, isn't it, Carver? I was thinking about this because maybe I should be fearing the Chiefs more, right? I'm like, no, we'll beat the Chiefs. I like, uh, you know what? I wanted it. Bring it on. Bring them the Buffalo. Let's go. But... I was also thinking, I'm like, damn, they are the defending Super Bowl champions, aren't they? So, so it's like the Bills. It's like the Bills are like getting some sort of, hey, you know, they're at home and this is going to be easy. No, like the Bills going to have to earn this, bro. Winning their last, um, you know, winning the last five regular season games, winning the playoff game for them to win the Super Bowl, man. What is it? They got to go on a nine game win streak, Carver. One game at a time. And one thing that we've talked about with the Bills, me and Mike talked about this yesterday with Scott. Well, Scott was talking more about the Steelers. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but we've talked, we've talked about this. Is it pretty? No, right. But in the past, yeah. we've seen this with hockey teams, bro. Like sports are correlated, Carver. You know what I mean? Remember, the, like the Tampa Bay Lightning, they were always knocking on the door of the Stanley Cup, and they were like, "Oh, we won the President's Cup. We we outscored yeah. teams by 200 goals this year." Our power play scores 68% of the time. Boom. They would lose all the time. I remember finally everyone gave up on them. It's like, yeah, whatever, dude. You guys are never going to win. Even me, I was like, man, Cooper's a great coach, but he just can't win. They don't win. Right? They don't win. And and, then, boom. They, boom. It was like no one talking about them. Yeah. And they they were winning. It was like, you know, they are still pretty good, aren't they? They still have all those guys. What happened, Carver? They won. Then they won again, bro. It was like, all right. And Look, this is a... I, I, I'm not like, reaching here, but I don't know you think about this too. I really could see a correlation, bro, between Josh Allen and John Elway here. I'm old enough to remember, man, when people called Elway a loser. He couldn't win the big games. He turns the ball over too much. 
all that type yep. of stuff. Yeah, he dropped two Super Bowls and a mic drop on the way out. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play in the, in, in, in the NFL. Love to have John Elway as my quarterback. Sort of see this. I almost feel like it's almost magical. Like, before we were wishing it to happen. Like, oh, they're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It almost has this destiny thing. Like, you know what, man? We're without five guys. We still won. It's almost like Michigan Carver. It's like, man, we turned the ball over. We fumbled the opening snap. We fumbled on the goal line, and we still beat Alabama. Like, you can't be stopped when stuff like that happens. There, there's definitely a little feel uh, to this team. There's a little bit of a, a magic carpet ride uh, that's going on with them. But th- this is a game you, you know, this is what you wanted. You wanted this. You finally got them in your building. And I said to you guys last night at one point, I was like, you know, you're trying to, you know, kind of exercise the demons of the 13-second game. And, and listen, Scott's right on that point. You'll never get rid of that stain. Like, unless you win the Super Bowl, you're never going to get rid of that game. But this will help. And this is a team that you have to get through to get there. To be the man, you got to beat the man. I'm pumped for this game. I think it's going to be awesome. I don't know how the Bills are going to stop them with all the guys that they have out on D. But like you said, they've been finding a way. These guys have been coming off the street. A.J. Klein, well, you know, Playing with the kids on the couch. Can you come down here and play some middle linebacker uh, for for a few hours? You know what I don't like? Like you said, this is right now. Even the Specter kid that was contributing, bro. Like he never played all year. Kid from Clemson. Like he never played all year. He literally like played seven snaps this year. Last couple of games, man. The guy's flying around like he's Dick Buckus. Like yeah. they're like they're like oh he was a leading tackler at Clemson. He looked like he's like tackling everybody. Boom, bam, yeah. batting balls. He got hurt yesterday. I just yep. read that Rasul Douglas will be playing. Douglas He's told playing. people, I'm good to go. I'll be Graham. good to go on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. He told so Tim that's, Graham, that's he told Tim Graham the Athletic that he, he, he wanted to play. He felt he could have played, and the Bills held him out. So and and I don't mind that game because they've won. I thought so they thought like we're playing Mason Rudolph. We, we don't need right. you. Right. <laughs> so we need we need you against we need you against Patrick Mahomes. We need you Sunday uh, when these guys come to town. So good move by them. One more thing from last night, and then we'll get into some stuff for tonight. I saw you tweet this last night, and it was so true. I I, I read it and I go, I felt the same way. They gave Hertz all of that money in Philadelphia, and maybe he was banged up, Gabe. Maybe he was. But you gave him all that money because of what he could do, not just as a passer, but he was so dynamic as a what? runner. And he don't run the ball anymore. Why? He, just, he doesn't run. And last night was the tip of the iceberg. He ran one once the entire night. What happened? You want to talk about why they lost six out of seven? I mean, look at the quarterback what, or the play call, Mike, whatever it was, Gabe. We all get it. Quarterbacks, they don't want to get killed in the regular season. I understand it. But there's also a... There's a code to this that, yeah, yeah, listen, bro, once we get to the playoffs, right back to John Elway, what's he most famous for? Helicoptering through the air. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going right. to score. John Elway had a cannon. He was like, I'm going to score. I'm not going to be stopped. I'm not sliding. I'm going to score this touchdown. Seems to me Jalen Hurts, bro, got his money. Remember last year we heard this. Well, he's hurt. He's not 100% in the playoffs. This and that. Now this year, well, this and that. Dude, it's an effing playoff game. Baker Mayfield outrushed you, just for the record. Baker Mayfield had 16 rush yards because Baker was no sense of urgency would, would hurts. And I don't know if you saw a video I retweeted about him not blocking. He moved out of the way. Like, yeah. bad, bad. Bad, bad. And I got to tell you, you had one good year when the Eagles had one of the softest schedule in the National Football League, and you gave this guy $255 million, bro. And now he's under contract for another four years. Good luck with yep. that. They're a mess. Listen, he can be fixed, though. It's proven Jalen Hurts, Carver, isn't good enough. He doesn't make the coordinator. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, listen, right. he's a star and whatever. No, 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 no. He's a very good athlete. He needs to be directed. Shane Steichen yep. directed him, right? They, they're, now it's it was true. chaos. He got power. Let's hire his buddy, Brian Johnson. He knew They knew each other as kids in Houston. and it was like, dude, Brian Johnson was the offensive coordinator of the Utah Utes. It's a pretty big jump to go from the Utah Utes OC to, an, and, you know, into the National Football League. So I'm not throwing him fully under the bus, Carver, but the lack of passion and urgency, bro, all you need to know, you're Jalen Hurts. You had one rush attempt last night, bro. One rush attempt. Yep. That's like, Awful. What is this? Uh, gutless end of their year. Uh, it really was. And now they're going to lose part of their line. Kelsey's going to be out. You know, that line, game is what made them also – 
the thing that they were the last two years, how good their offensive line was. So Kelsey's going to be out. Lane Johnson ain't far behind either. Lane Johnson been around a long time. He ain't far behind. That line is going to start to lose pieces. The other and then they can't do their dopey play anymore uh, either uh, down there. If the Bills beat the Chiefs on last night, yes. If the Bills beat the Chiefs, I wouldn't be surprised if Travis walks away too. There might be a double. Yeah, you know he there says he's not, but you're right. He 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 claims he's not going to, but we'll see. Uh, we can, and and you know what, Gabe? Uh, fine. I'm hearing uh, wedding bell clearly, rumors, Carver. Clearly, big media big responsibility. stars now, uh, so they can go and they can go and do that. They're they're big media stars. He wants uh, to do there's, movies. There's, of course, why not? He's got an old new brand now. You know, they're not going to be a football player anymore. Like you said, movies, television, commercials, all that uh, for Travis Kelsey. Uh, we have, I think, ten games tonight in hockey, uh, including a couple decent ones. Is there anything you like on the ice? Well, you know what's hard. I've been in such football mode, Carl, for the last few weeks here. But I know. I got. I got to tell you what. Hard not to get excited about the Toronto Maple Leafs and Edmonton Oilers tonight. Yeah. Like, seriously, this Edmonton Oilers okay. team, man, what, 10 games in a row right now. Everybody buried them earlier in the year. They've won 10 consecutive hockey games. There's a little bit of not panic in Leafland, but they've lost three straight. There's some talk about do they need a coaching change. The Leafs are in a tough spot because they feel the pressure of not winning since 67. It's very Buffalo Bills-like. It's not mm-hmm. just this year. It's every year collectively piled on to one all the time. So there's just sort of this... You know, and to me, actually, I'll throw it out quickly. I think this might actually be the Leafs year, too, in the sense that everybody mm. just thinks they suck and, oh, they're going to give up on them, and that might be the year they actually play well uh, in the playoffs. But with that being stated, it's hard not to like the Oilers tonight, Carver. Minus 155 on their home ice. And fun night in the NBA tonight. Uh, yeah. We've got some cool games with, like, you know, the Embiid and Jokic and the Kings and the Suns. So I'm looking at this King Suns game. I think we're going to get there with 244 points. Both offenses are very explosive, and man, I, you know, I'm going to take the Oklahoma City Thunder plus the points. Uh, fun game against the Clippers tonight. Getting the points, they got everybody's playing for the Thunder. No reason why they can't cover the six. Yeah, then the Thunder give it all every night. They lost last night to the Lakers. I think you get a, a nice bounce back effort from them in that second night. Uh, so I'm with you. I, I like the points with the Thunder too. Uh, as well, Gabe. Uh, Greg, we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow, of course. Uh, we'll have more NBA. We're going to have more hockey. There's a lot of college basketball tonight, too. But like you yeah, said, Yeah, follow I've me been on so Twitter. I'll find some spots. I got like, there's like 6,000 college basketball games tonight. Uh, so I'm going to go through a couple of them with the Corsi next. Gabe, we'll see you tonight. Sports Rage Late Night, 10 p.m. East, right here That's on wrong. the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. Frail coast to coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us every week. It is great to have Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News Plenty to do today, of course. There's lots of great college basketball games tonight. Wrote a great piece on Kalen DeBoer in Alabama last week. We'll talk about 
and Mike, good to see you as always. We have to talk and start with Steelers and the Bills. You missed it yesterday, Mike. Me and Scott were on here on Sports Grid for the entire game uh, between the Steelers oh, and the Bills. Oh. You could just you could just imagine uh, what kind of programming that was for four hours here on Sports Grid with me, him, and Gabe going nuts during that thing as the Bills move on over the Steelers. I can imagine, yes, uh, but. Uh... <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't know what Scott would have had to say after the second turnover, after uh, Mason taking the end I mean, it was kind of, what more do you say at that point? I, I, it was going to be very difficult for the Steelers to come back from that. The one thing they had, you, when, when you are the lesser team, and I don't think there's any question that going into the game and going into the season that the Steelers were well established as the lesser team. When you're the lesser team, you have to play better. You have to play uh, not necessarily a perfect game, but you have to minimize mistakes and you have to play better than the better team. And they certainly did not do that. No, you can't uh, You can't have the two turnovers that they had early in that game, the fumble by Pickens and then the interception in the end zone uh, that Rudolph threw them. You just can't have them. I think that Scott's breaking point, though, yesterday, Mike, was the flag um on was it on miles jack or who no who was the flag on that hammered allen when he slid on that drive at 24 17 in the fourth quarter when the bills would then score i think a play or two later to put away touchdown to make that flag for hitting him high when allen slid at the guy that was scott's breaking point yesterday uh, with the officiating that finished him <laughs> you know honestly honestly uh i i had a problem with that flag because the slide was, was very flag. sudden and the contact was very light and and Jack was literally, uh, he was he was literally parallel to the ground when when the slide was happening. So uh, he'd already launched, he had already put himself into position to try to tackle uh, Allen when he decided to slide. And I think that that has to be taken into account. And, but the, I, I had a much greater problem with the absence of a personal foul penalty uh, on I, I think it was number sixty six. It was a, it was an offensive lineman for yes. the Bills, who, who struck yep. Joey Porter Jr. from behind on a play. I, I've never seen it before. I have never seen that in a game downfield where an offensive lineman takes it upon himself to take out the player who is tackling his teammate. It's, he wasn't coming in to push ahead the ball carrier because he didn't, he didn't come in with his hands up to do that. He came in and he struck Joey Porter Jr. from behind and I don't know how that wasn't flagged. And I don't think it would have changed the outcome, but right. it certainly should have been flagged. And honestly, we have seen players disciplined for plays like that. DeMonte Casey lost three games at the end of the regular mm -hmm. season for a, for a hit in the Indianapolis Colts game uh, that I thought was more understandable in the context of the sport because he was trying to dislodge the ball. He just maybe went about it in the wrong way. This had no practical application within the sport and it was allowed to stand. Yeah. And that was the drive where the uh, bills responded with the field goal. Uh, the, the game made it 24, uh, 17 in that one. So that was another play that absolutely officiating was bad. It was a, it was a really poorly officiated game uh, yesterday between the bills and the Steelers. One last thing on it. The players all obviously said afterwards, well, I guess aside from Najee Harris, uh, how much they love Mike Tomlin. Everybody's seen the clip 6,000 times of Tomlin walking away when he was asked about, not even really finished being asked about, him having one year left on his contract. Do you think he comes back, Mike? And I'm, I don't, this isn't a case of whether the Steelers want him back. Do you right. think he personally wants to come back with just kind of the way things have gone here the last few weeks? Well, I think it, I think that it first, there's a couple of things at work. One is being unappreciated for your work. I think that that probably wears on a coach. Uh, but uh, the other thing is he makes, I think, $12 million a year, a little more than that. Uh, and so the, how does that balance? Now, it's not like he can't go get paid somewhere else. But remember, he does have a year on his contract. And this is not college. Uh, where they say, okay, go ahead. You know, it, 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 you have to you have to honor your contract in the NFL, or no one else can hire you. So he could sit out a year or whatever if if that's what he wants. If he's really tired of being unappreciated, but he's a competitor, and I think that he I think he would much rather coach football next year than talk about it. He's never really loved talking about it. Uh, if you if I, I've seen enough of his uh, weekly press conferences, 
that although he can be colorful and interesting, he's never really loved the process. I, I have a hard time seeing him uh, reduce himself to that uh, rather than continuing to coach for a while longer. I agree. Uh, I, I don't think I think he's going to keep coaching. Uh, I don't I don't think that there's this big sense that he I don't personally feel like he's like he's 51. I, it's not like these other guys we've been talking about that are 71, 72 that are all in and out. Uh, he's got a lot of time left. Uh, and that, it's hard because he's been around so long. He got the job in his late 30s. Uh, so it's very hard, mid-30s, late 30s. So that's what makes it difficult. We uh, also, since the last time we were together, Mike, had Nick Saban retire from Alabama. And, of course, as, as you need to in today's world of college athletics, the position was filled rather quickly. Uh, a very quick search that ended with Kalen DeBoer leaving Washington and heading to Tuscaloosa. Mike, your thoughts on that hire? Yeah, well, I think he, I think he's a terrific football coach, but I don't think he's ever lived a, an experience quite like this. And it'll be very interesting to see how he how he enjoys coaching at Alabama, where everything is dissected, every last move you make, who you bring in, who you don't recruit, who you do recruit, how you play them. That it's it's a different level in terms not in terms of the competition but in terms of the expectation and the attention. And he, he started out, he was, a, he was a small college guy, NAIA, University of Sioux Falls, and he was uh, phenomenal there. And then he went into relatively low-profile FBS circumstances uh, where he was an offensive coordinator and that sort of thing, uh, an offensive coach or coordinator for a series of programs I mean, his move to the big time was in Indiana, which if he were the IU basketball coach, boy, the spotlight's on. But it's, as a football coach, they're just hoping you win more games than you lose. So he's never really had this level of scrutiny. And the reality is that between Bear Bryant and Nick Saban, and with the, the very short rise to success of Gene Stallings, there, were, there was a lot of disaster in Alabama. I mean, this is not a no-brainer job. It, it, it is very easy to mess it up. They had, I believe, six coaches, five coaches in between uh, the Bear and Nick. Yep. And, and all of them either struggled or failed, with the exception of Stallings, who won the 1992 National Championship, but wasn't really desiring to stay there long because, again, that, that spotlight is really hot. Dennis Francione, one of those guys, right, Mike? You had guys like that uh, who got the Alabama job and things just uh, did not go well for them. And then you get the immediate trickle-down effect, which always happens. So, you know, Washington plucks Jed Fish from Arizona, Arizona plucks Brennan from San Jose State, and then it just goes it just goes down the line. And that's the tough part, too, because, you know, Arizona's a program that hasn't been good for a long time, and they finally get – a glimmer of hope with this guy who comes in and he does a tremendous job. And now he just leaves the kids and, and listen, the stories were out. I would just walked into the kids. Yeah, I'm leaving. And he left, you know, that's, it's just, that's the tough part about this. That doesn't get the highlights that Kalen DeBoer going to Alabama gets, you know, that's, that sucks for those kids at Arizona. It is the tough part of it, but it's also the part that makes it less palatable that people continue to complain about the transfer portal. Yeah, the co coaches have been walking away from players for decades and walking away even with seasons still going on with uh, the, the most obvious example of that. Brian Kelly walking away from an, uh, an undefeated Cincinnati team in 2009 to go coach Notre Dame. Now, it's understandable. He wants to coach Notre Dame. It's the, the most historic program in all of college football. But he left with a game left where they could have finished an undefeated season and they didn't in part because they didn't have their coach. So if that coach can leave, why shouldn't the players be allowed to leave? I'm not saying it's always prudent, but it's not always prudent for the coaches either. As I mentioned, uh, as you brought up Dennis Francione's name, or we could have brought up Mike Price, who never even got to coach a game in Alabama uh, and was let go for yeah. reasons. Uh, I, I, I think that the fact that the transfer portal now allows these players your coach leaves. Okay, the portal's open for you. That's a great rule. I, I it, 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 that should have always been the case. Uh, a lot of, a lot of fans down in Alabama aren't happy that their windows open now. Their, the portal is open to the outside because 
of Saban retiring, but it's the way it should be. If your circumstances change that drastically, you should have the opportunity to change your circumstances however you wish. I don't know that it's always prudent. Uh, education is important. Making sure that where you, where, you know, that you can excel in your circumstance. If you're excelling where you are, are you sure you want to leave? I think all those things have to play into it, but you should at least have the opportunity. Very, very tough business. All right, my college hoops now. Uh, and what a week it's been, really. I mean, everybody uh, in the top 10 pretty much lost last week except UConn and, and UNC. UConn now up to the number one spot in the polls. But Purdue still number one in DeCourcy's dozen. And they have Indiana tonight, a very good night of college basketball. Let's start there with Purdue and Indiana. Yeah, it, it, what, one problem that Purdue has shown to this point in the season, they are the deepest team in America relative to their rotation. Uh, they have the best player in the country in Zach Eady. Uh, they have terrific experience. They shoot the ball well from the outside. Obviously, they can score in the post. But one thing that's been bothersome a little bit is that they look at the big challenges. Uh, when they played in Maui and they had to deal with Gonzaga and Tennessee and Marquette on consecutive days, or when they played Arizona here in Indianapolis on a neutral floor, they're ready for those games because they're kind of wanting to get to March and play the games that are going to define this team. So when they play games that really are greater advantage to the opposition, Northwestern, Nebraska on the road, those are meal ticket games for those programs. It's been a problem. And that's the situation at Indiana tonight. However, the differential is Indiana swept them last year. And I think that Purdue's going to want revenge. So I think their attention will be focused on this game at the level necessary to win. Uh, there's a, you know, I've loved watching the Big 12 so far. Mike. And look, I, I think everybody focused on the football editions of that conference. The basketball editions are very big. And I think Houston got a taste of it last week, right? They ain't the American anymore. You got to go to Ames and play a tough Iowa State team. You got Texas Tech coming in tomorrow night. I think that's been the best part. I've got 30 seconds. But watching the Big 12 so far with these new programs in there, it's been fun. It has. Uh, Cincinnati went to Baylor and played a great game. It was yeah. very entertaining. Couldn't win that one. Cincinnati's having trouble getting it over the finish line as well. UCF gets that huge upset at home against KU. Yes, you talk about those additions. Wait till Arizona comes in next year and Utah and Colorado. It's going to get even better than it is now. Uh, Mike, we will talk about it more uh, next week. Uh, I love it. College basketball is in absolute full swing now. Great job as always. Enjoy the games later tonight. Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News. For El Coast to Coast, we are back on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Uh, I'll start the NFL at the top, Joe. I, I was just talking to DeCourcy. Uh, and he wrote a great article about DeBoer getting the, uh, the job at Alabama and all that. And we started talking about all the 
the failures at Alabama, a lot of guys that you listed, Francione, et cetera. But, you know, the the fallout that happens after, Joe, like this guy Fish, who did a great job at Arizona, he goes and leaves the kids flat. Like, and he wasn't even like nice about it. Like, he can't call the team meeting. He was like, I'll see you guys. I'm out of here. And, and goes to Washington. And now today I saw Arizona hires Brennan from San Jose State. So he gets to move up a level and he can be the Arizona coach. Like, the trickle down, Joe, of, of these big coaching hires and what, and that that's multiple schools now of kids that just boom out of nowhere. You think your coach is still there and then he's gone. Oh, absolutely. And Jed Fish, he was on the tarmac. He was on the tarmac. Uh, in Washington I mean, he was. Hey, I'm was gone. Bye. Like, you want to talk about yeah. gutless? That was it right there. Like, oh, Get get me to nine and three in the regular season. You go ten and three overall, and then you're out. You're out. Chopped. It's incredible. I will say this about DeBoer. Uh, Saban's going to have an office overseeing everything. Good yeah. luck with that. And I know <laughs> Share that, office I know that, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> hey, Kalen, me, me and Miss Terry were just passing through. I uh, wanted to see if you needed anything from the store. You need anything, Kale? That'll be like every, three times a day. He's going to be right on top of them uh, down there in that office uh, in Tuscaloosa. You think Nick wants to completely go hands-off, Joe? No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Nick is to be around. Me and Miss Terry is... coming by with, with some breakfast. Uh, Kalen, you need anything? You need? I'm on my way in. You need anything over there? Uh, you know, Joe, uh, that's not going to be uh, easy for Kalen DeBoer. Sell, down there in Tuscaloosa. Sell, sell. sell. All right, we'll come back uh, and we'll get into all the NFL playoff action. Pharrell Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. We've got a couple hours left to go. Carver Hines Show in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. We're back after this. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. 